here as always with the homeboy D. We are doing the sporting news way too early top uh, 25, but we're going to do the top 15 poll today. Yeah, college football. Yeah, man. What's better in college football? Nothing. Not a dang thing. Nothing. Uh, it is my favorite time of the year. Uh, it's a little early, but the I love that we're doing this because it gets me thinking about it. Um, had a good month last month. This new uh, this new format, it's working. It is, yeah. What did we get up to? Eleven. We got up right behind Colin Cowherd at number eleven. He was ten. We I just couldn't pass favorite. over the herd. He's he's your favorite. I, yeah, every now and again, I can do Colin Cowherd, but I can't uh, do all the LeBron talk right now. Yeah, I, LeBron'd out. You and I were talking. We we definitely are the best podcast that doesn't give a crap about LeBron James' Twitter feed or the, yeah. Steph Curry's Twitter feed yeah. or Cam Newton's Twitter feed. Hey, who, who gives a rat's rear end about that? Yeah, no kidding. It's uh, either talking about being fat or talking about sports, and that's where we start. So, I'm, you know, we've got a lot to cover today, so I'm just going to get started. Okay. We're going to start with um, who Sporting News put in the, the top 15. I'm going to read a little bit from their article. You guys can get it out there. Um, it's on the net. It was published on June 25th. The reason we didn't just go with the AP is it's not produced until like a week before the season starts, and we wanted right. to talk about this earlier than that. Right. So, um, at number 15, we have the USC Trojans. Okay. Uh, it says, Sam Darnold is gone to the NFL, so the focus will be on the quarterback battle among JT Daniels, Matt Fink, Jack Sears, and Holden Thomas. Running back Stephen Carr should have a breakout season. However, uh, Coach Clay Helton has established a winning culture within the program. Uh, if you listen to the show, you know how we feel about the Pac-10. There are th- uh, three Pac-10 teams in the top 15. Okay. Most of these, you know, when they start writing these things every year, most of these are guesses because how can you predict what a 19 or 20-year-old kid is going to do. Well, we kind of talked about that. It's usually the polls go off of last year's performance and the recruiting for right. this year. So um, they finished last year at 11 and 3, and they lost their bowl game 24 7 in the last game to Ohio State. Yeah. Frankly, if you give up 24 points to Ohio State um, at the end of last that, year, that. that that, that offense is anemic last yeah, year yeah. with Ohio State. So uh, I have my doubts, but I think because they're USC, they have to make the poll. Well, frankly. yeah, I mean, they're the biggest name in the Pac-12. Right. Right. Well, after Oregon kind of took a dip, I would yeah. agree with you. Well, they're the most consistent. The Pac-12 definitely misses Chip Kelly. Right. Okay. The next one is another Pac-12 team, Stanford Jesus. Cardinal. Yeah, they're the, they're the least Pac-12 team in the Pac-12. I agree. It says quarterback K.J. Costello's continued development is imperative to the continued success of Stanford, though getting Bryce Love back is a big deal. Um, Bryce Love was, is a stud. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Um, I think Stanford continues to be a sneaky good team with sneaky good recruits. They're the, like you said, they're the least Pac-10 of the Pac-10 schools. Right. Um, they're really too smart to hate on. I mean, we're yeah. probably like doing the show on uh, one of their graduates' um, 
invention. Oh yeah, all yeah. the smart kids yeah. technologically go there. Yeah, that's the Notre Dame of public schools. Yeah, now that uh, Jimmy Khaki Pants ain't there, I can I can respect them. Right. They went nine and five last year. Uh, they lost to TCU in their bowl game. TCU came from behind. Yeah. So interesting. Nice. Anything else from you on the Stanford Cardinal? No. Um, USC so good at flag football because they got yellow in their uniform. I'll just throw that out there now. Can't see the flag. Okay. Um, <laughs> womp womp. Um, Michigan State. Dun, dun. Michigan State is at number 13. Okay. Brian Lewerke emerged as Michigan State's quarterback of the future in 2017. And that was a key to another successful season and remarkable turnaround. In 2017, uh, running back L.J. Scott is returning, and Ohio State and Michigan must visit East Lansing. Mm. As D'Antonio likes to say, it's never over. So a couple things about Michigan State. Okay. Ohio State has a problem with Michigan State. They they cannot. They, they, they do. I mean... They've beaten them, but, right, but when they need to beat them, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. Um, let's see. They went ten and three last year. They smoked Washington State in their bowl game. Right, another flag football team. You know, you can't. I know a lot of Ohio State fans will disagree with me. Mm-hmm. I've got an affinity for Jim Trestle, man. Yeah, I really do. And D'Antonio was Trestle's um, first national championship. He was the defensive coordinator. Right. That that whole national championship was won on defense. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, I I like D'Antonio. I know that some of my OSU brethren don't. I like that Michigan State continuously spanks Michigan. I yeah. mean, you've got that meme with that dork with the glasses on and the Michigan yeah. shirt has his hands on his head. Yeah. I mean, he, Michigan State produced that from now until the end of time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that alone, for me, is a right. reason to like them. Um, I do think it's... We get, we get blamed for being homers, and we well, are, well, but... I, I can see humor in other things. Right. And I think the fact that for years, years, all you heard in Columbus was how terrible Jim Bowman is. Yeah. And the truth is, Jim Bowman gives Ohio State fits. He does. Yeah. He does. Because he's the offensive coordinator now at Michigan State, and mm-hmm. Ohio State has problems with them. Hmm. Um, the only thing I would say about Michigan State is... Th- there are those teams that win national championships. There are those teams that will win one national championship and then won't win it again forever. Right. And then there are those teams where every every year the media goes nuts over them because they start well mm-hmm. and then they don't finish. And mm-hmm. I think Michigan State continuously is is that yeah. that team. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, any thoughts on Michigan State from you? I, I kind of like, you know, uh, for those of you that don't know me personally, um, I'm a Big Ten fan. I always liked Big Ten. Before I settled in on Ohio State, you know, I'd wear the Penn State hats. I'd wear the Michigan State hats. I'd wear the Ohio State hats. I'd wear the Michigan hats, even though a lot of Ohio State fans are probably cursing me out right now. But I really did not like Cooper 
at Ohio State as yeah. the coach. And things changed when Trestle came in. They and did. I really like Trestle, and I like this coaching staff. So, I, you know, I'm kind of loyal. And, you know, I like I like Michigan State. They're the, the least douchey of the Michigan teams. Good point. And with um, that topic of douchiness, yeah. number 12 is the Michigan Wolverines. So we got a whole nah. – before you get started, yeah. just like we're going to do a whole session on where Ohio State is in the Ohio State game, mm-hmm. uh, the first game, we're going to do a I Hate Michigan week. Right. Um, so we'll try to take the um, the venom out of this. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like – I haven't liked Ohio State all my life. It's one of those things where I moved – Mm-hmm. Out of state, and then um, it just reminded me of home, so I started to really like that. And I think the people uh, that passed away in my family that really loved yeah. uh, Ohio State kind of it was kind of like I needed to kind of take that take that banner and and run with it. Right, right. Even when I didn't like uh, Ohio State as my number one team, I right. never liked Michigan. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Um, so the sporting news says too high. Yeah. The confirmation status of Shea Patterson in 2018 could be the missing piece that allows Jim Harbaugh to silence the critics after a dis- disappointing five-loss season. To be honest, we wanted to go higher. Of course you did. You're the media, and it's Michigan. <laughs> but the exactly. Wolverines' schedule, which features road games at Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State, leaves them with a lot to prove. Last year they went eight and five with no real quarterback, and now they had one. Let me tell you something. Yeah. That defense they had last year. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, Michigan's defense was really good last year, but their offense was garbage. O'Corn was garbage. Yeah. Uh, they lost to South Carolina, blowing a sixteen-point lead to ruin the Big Ten's undefeated bowl record. Way to record. go, Michigan. Way to go. You know. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, I think, honestly, and this is stepping out of my Homer hat. Okay. They're going to be good. Yeah, I think they're going to be good, too. Um, I think... um, I think that gift of getting Shea Patterson was a good deal. Yeah, Shea Patterson saved, uh, I think, uh, Harbaugh's coaching job up there. I I don't know, because it says highly criticized... Everybody I talk to, they will not criticize Harbaugh. Everybody, every Michigan fan I know, they they won't yet. I mean, he's lost three years in a row to Ohio State. What is it? What? And I've asked them, what would it take? And they can't answer it. No, because they're just so happy they're back in the national news. They're they're basically the LeBron James of college football. Did Brady Hoke not? We're getting in. We're getting into. And everybody yeah. is your LeBron James of. By the way, yeah, you love that analogy. I do because it is great. You hate LeBron. No, it's not that I hate LeBron. I just hate the media's take on LeBron and their their love fest for him. And they have a love fest for Michigan football. <laughs> they do. I mean, if you look at it, Michigan is the winningest college football program out there. Yeah, of all of, of all, all time, all time. Yeah, all time. So yeah, they're gonna be loved. I think they may be tough this year, and they are that media darling. So yeah. 
You know, but I will say this. The first game of the year, they're going to South Bend, and they've got to play Notre Dame. Notre Dame's good, too. You don't sleep on Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, so we all know. We will know right away what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on from that because it would be easy to stay there all day. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. At number 11, you've got okay. the U. The U. Uh, the Miami Hurricanes, Mark Rick, and the Hurricanes arrived earlier than expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a great job he last did, year, man. man. He yeah. turned that around. You know, I, I got to say for for um, teams outside of Ohio, you know, I like Georgia a lot, but I I love the U. They're not perfect. You know what I mean? They don't get the perfect players, but they get good players. And I, I've always I've always re- liked that program for whatever reason. Just fascination. Yeah, who doesn't like Miami, Florida State? Yeah. You know, that's where you see like a 300-pound defensive tackle get around the edge and hurdle the back to get to yeah. the quarterback yeah. because they're just that athletic. Yeah. Um, I think Mark Rick... Is kind of a different dude. I mean, he was mm-hmm. he's an alumni from there, mm-hmm. but he's a different dude putting a different kind of feel to that. You know what? I'll root for Mark Rick. I yeah. think he's a great guy. He, yeah. he has the same faith that I do. Yeah. Um, and I think he's great. Last year they went 10-3 and three overall. They lost in their bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick is solid. Again, I think the ACC is overrated. Yeah. I'm sorry I said it. No. I mean, I think that outside of Clemson, and we we, you know, we will talk about Clemson. Yeah, I think it's a poor man's SEC. Yeah, you you've said that, and I, I can't disagree with that comment. I think uh, outside of uh, USC or not USC, that's flag football. Uh, Clemson and the U. Who else do you got? Every once in a while, North Carolina. North Carolina. Well, no, South Carolina is, no, is SEC. SEC. Yeah. Every once in a while, North Carolina. Okay. I mean, look, when Duke, yeah, football, yeah, is is doing well, Terrible. that's not a good league. No, it's not. No. Um. Here's the thing about Miami: the U can recruit because there's always going to be athletic kids from South Florida. And, and, and the prestige of the college, the yep. history of the college. Yep. It recruits itself. Yep. Who yeah. Doesn't, when, who doesn't want to go to Miami? When when you have Warren Sapp and and yeah. and uh, Michael Irvin on the sidelines, and you got the Rock. I forgot about the Rock. Yeah, I mean he wasn't a starter or nothing, but he's still the Rock. I can smell what the Rock is cooking. Yeah, I mean you, you want to be a part of that. You want right. to be around that. All right, number ten. I think this is uh, again. This is probably my Homer Big Ten bias. Mm-hmm. I think having this team at number ten is ridiculous. Okay. Because I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be a lot better. Okay. Penn State. Penn State's like the scariest team in the Big Ten to me. Yeah, me too. Uh, the yeah. Nittany Lions were four points away from an undefeated season in seventeen. Franklin continues to build through recruiting. Penn State, however, must deal with the loss of Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. They have a new offensive coordinator. Uh, he called a great game in their Fiesta Bowl win. I tell you who who else is is scary is Trace McSorley. Oh yeah, uh, their quarterback. Yeah, he's, I, I, he's a stud, man. It's amazing to me. Uh, last year when they played the Buckeyes and the Buckeyes beat them, right? Yeah, yeah. I was texting you at the time, and I said, I'm going to tell you what, 
they could t- continue to throw the ball to that tight end, and they All would have won. All day long. But they, was open. It, b- because of the linebacker play yeah. at Ohio State. But I think um, my own words, they're scary. They had 11-2 season last year. Mm-hmm. Probably the most – they lost probably the most talented player in, in college football in Barkley. I mean, the – preseason things out of Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. uh, man, I mean, they say it's scary. Yeah. Uh, what he, what he could do. Um, I think he will be the next big thing in the league. They beat Washington in the bowl. And just lastly, James Franklin is no joke. No, he's not. He's recruiting his rear end off up there, which, you know, um, is great because we talked about this too. The big 10 has been beat up on for so long that now they're dominating these polls again. Well, what's and, crazy uh, is if you look at one of the bargain basement teams in the in the Big 10. Okay. Um Illinois. Okay. Illinois' head coach was a a coach within the last decade. Yeah. Maybe a little more. That took the Bears to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He can't even get out of the basement. No. No. Taking the Bears to the Super Bowl is almost like taking Cleveland to a 500 season. Cleveland Browns? The Browns, right. If you can take the Browns to a 500 season, you are Lovey Smith. <laughs> um, Penn State at number 10 is a joke, I think. With a, re- with a quarterback yeah. returning that's a stud... Uh, and James Franklin. Yeah, I think they put too much emphasis on him losing a running back. Um, you know, Saquon Barkley was a stud, but he can be replaced in college. He can. All right, moving on, number nine. Okay. Uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish nice. says a November that saw the Irish go 2-2 two and two overshadowed a 10-3 and three season, mm-hmm. and the offensive line must replace two top 10 NFL picks and mm-hmm. Quentin Nelson and Mike McGlinky. Yeah. Brandon Winbush has a talented group of receivers with which to work, and that's an area of development that could put Notre Dame over the top in 2018. Listen, if you don't think that Notre Dame recruits linemen... They're, they're literally one of the top two or three programs at recruiting offensive linemen. I mean, if I'm if I'm a Notre Dame fan and I hear that the the problem is in the line, yeah. I'm not worried. They went no. 10 and 3 last year. They beat LSU right in the bowl game. Um and you know what? Some Buckeye fans don't like Notre Dame. I actually like them. Yeah, I'm not a big hater of Notre Dame. Uh I think it's arguable that they have one of the toughest schedules in football. Every year. Every year. Every year. And you know what? Those guys have to get grades. Yeah, that, that that's it, the There's problem a different with, academic standard at Notre Dame. Yeah, that's the that's the problem with Notre Dame football is they can recruit those linemen all day, but when it comes to skilled position guys, it's tough to get them in there because those guys don't have to uh, work as hard in high school uh, academics. They're kind of handed stuff. I, I I tend to see. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know necessarily if that's that's it a hundred percent of the time. But I know it's a problem at Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. And, it's tough to get in good quarterbacks and wide receivers. There. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, especially in this day and age. Um, right. I think Notre Dame is due. Okay. And I think with the pipeline that they get from Catholic high schools, mm-hmm. they're always scary. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Number eight, the Auburn Tigers. Mm. Gus Malzahn opted to stay at Auburn, and with good reason. There's enough talent on both sides of the ball to repeat as SEC West champions. By the way, list who's in the SEC West after right. I'm done with this because yawn. You know, um, I think that this and Penn State should be flipped. I do too. Yeah. Uh, there's enough. Uh, let's see. Perhaps Jarrett Stidham is back, mm-hmm. but leading rushers Carryon Johnson and Cameron Pel- Petway are yeah. gone as are Jeff Holland and Carlton Davis on defense. Okay. The Tigers also have to travel to Tuscaloosa and Athens this time around. Those are two losses. Yeah. I'm calling it now. Okay. Last year they went 10-4. and four. They got beat by UCF in the bowl. Okay. They did beat Alabama. Yeah, that they did. Okay. So I'm just going to say it out loud, and people are going to say this is a homer thought because I root for the Buckeyes. The mm-hmm. SEC is overrated. Yeah. It's top-heavy. It's a top-heavy league with a bunch of mediocre teams in the middle. Now, I will say Bama is probably one of the best, if not the best... Top-heavy. Right. The best mm-hmm. dynasty that I've ever seen in my lifetime mm-hmm. of any sports team. Uh, definitely college uh, football. Right. Uh, Georgia is... I mean, when you come in the first year that uh, Smart Kirby Smart did, yeah, and go to the national championship game, yeah, you're scary. Yeah, uh, those two teams though throw them out of the mix. Yeah, Maybe who, who scares else? you? Yeah, who else you got? I mean, the kid that transferred from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to start at LSU as quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you know, LSU and Auburn, I mean, they can give you a good game, but you're not staying awake nights worried about playing them. No. You know? um, let's see. Other than Bama and Georgia, I'm not impressed by anyone. Now, seven years ago, I'd say yes. Yeah. But I'm telling you, honkies... You will never see a letdown in hype mm-hmm. of the SEC because ESPN owns the SEC now. Oh, yeah. They're financially vested in that whole SEC thing. Right. So that's why you get the, the ESPN polls are always SEC friendly. Um, you know, I mean, if for, you know, good reason. They've been good for so long. But, you know, they're they're... They're, they're losing recruits now. Urban Myers and Jim Harbaugh is going down there, and they're taking players. Well, James Franklin. Franklin's taking players. The U is taking players back. Right. Um, you know, the Texas teams are keeping more people in Texas. Uh, USC's coming into the, the Clemson, South. Clemson, although, I, you know, we'll Notre talk about Dame's them later. coming into the South. But, but Clemson is recruiting well. I mean, right. they took they took a couple guys out of Ohio. Yeah, back in the day, it was tough to go into Alabama and take somebody from Alabama. Now it can be done. Um, okay, so moving on, number seven is the Washington Huskies. Uh, yeah. I'll read what they say, and then we can we can talk about it. Chris Peterson has built a consistent winner at Washington. That will be tested 
when the Huskies and four-year starter Jake Browning take on Auburn in the season opener in Atlanta. This is a huge game for the entire Pac-10 or Pac-12, not just Washington. L. Todd calls this well. He calls it flag football. Flag football. They went 10-3 and last year. Uh, they lost to Penn State in their bowl game. Uh, we'll see, as mentioned, the, the opener will tell the tale. Yeah, that's an L straight off the bat. That's Now, I know we just one. said that, you know, Auburn didn't really belong in the, the top ten. Washington we think that's a gift. Washington doesn't belong in the top 25. <laughs> Although I do think the teams uh, not named Bama or Georgia are overrated, mm-hmm. they still play defense. Right. And uh, my brother Dave told me this once, uh, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Right. And I've, I, I've watched this every single time. When you get an early season matchup, and it's the Pac-12 versus everybody yeah. or anybody else, saying like the the Big 12 or the Big 10 or the SEC. Mm-hmm. Watch about the fourth quarter. Every time, those dudes start limping oh, yeah. from the Pac-12. Yeah, they are not used to being hit that hard. I yeah. said it when Ohio State played Oregon in the national championship. Watch around yeah. the fourth quarter, physical domination will take over, and it does without fail. Well, and that's why they play flag football instead of tag football. Because <laughs> tag football, you got to hit somebody with two hands. They they don't want no physical contact out there. Honestly, I think Penn State should have been seven. Yeah, easy. They could have been easily. So we've just gotten through seven. Yeah, just seven. And we're up on time. So I think yeah. we're going to split this. Yeah, we're going to split it. We'll pick up at uh, six. Yeah, number six. Yeah, number six. You know, it's odd. To this point, I'm not seeing a lot of Big Ten. Nah, nah. Uh, Big Big Ten is uh, a great football football. Well, I, I mean, I guess there was what uh, Michigan and Penn State. And Michigan State. And Michigan State. So we got three. In. I I think they're honestly getting robbed. Yeah, uh, Washington and uh, Auburn really didn't belong in the top ten, in my opinion. But hey. Who am I? But this is setting up the second half of this to be a really good episode. So yeah. in our promise to you to do shorter shorter shows, yeah. but uh, get more in, we're going to go ahead and cut this one off. We will see you shortly Yeah. with the top six. Yeah, top six, man. Let's go. All right. Honky out. Honky out.